Hello, this is AJ and welcome to Sex and Lattes, your daily intake of sexual lattes for your pleasure at home. Uh, today's episode will be about taste. Delicious, delicious taste and smell. Uh, let's start with um, sex. So, uh, sex can get quite messy and there can be quite a few smells in there, both good and bad. But I think overall, the smell that comes from sex can be very pheromonal, if that's the right word, driven. And I think if somebody's really attracted to their partner, it can raise the stakes up real high. Because pheromones, I think subconsciously, it's nothing that you know you obviously plan out in your head, but subconsciously, like, make your brain react in a sense that it uh, understands that that partner is um, compatible with you. And your genes to pr- create offspring, which is which sounds kind of boring, you know, because in, in the moment you're like really turned on by the person, but there's just all this uh, background check that is happening in your brain, which uh, can come as as a really just nice scent of somebody. So it's very instinctual, I think. I think somebody, yeah, partner smell, and I think they even had those sort of like cafes where you could uh, go on blind dates, but you pick your date just through smelling them, and then I think they match if. They enjoy your scent and you enjoy theirs. Which I think is pretty cool. That would be kind of interesting to try to see if you match up with somebody that you find also uh, sort of um, physically attractive or attractive in person, both personality and look-wise. So I think that's kind of fun. And obviously there's different kind of tastes. I mean, like, yeah, you can kiss somebody or, you know, you can go down on their genitals. And in the end, like, if you're nice enough, you can swallow their... uh, um, sexual fluids, well, cum, or, I don't know, pussy juice. I'm not sure about the, the, the women's squirting thing. I wonder if somebody, like, goes in and specifically swallows that. Uh, I don't have much experience with that, so I have uh, no idea how that really works. But I'm sure people can swallow it if they so choose to. Um... So yeah, and I think yeah, somebody's taste can be quite interesting. When it comes to cum, I think it can range from like br- being hardly like tasteless to like very bitter, and it's hard to swallow bitter as opposed to something that's a little bit more creamy or tasteless almost. Which makes sense because uh, cum or semen or whatever you want to call it is very alkaline, uh, and then well, pussy juice is acidic, so I guess it can taste a bit more like. I don't know, something with a blend of yeast and lemon. And imagine that, like, yeah, those two blended together sort of neutralize one another and get the pH of 7. That sounds kind of technical, but uh, I think you could, uh, if you want to enjoy the taste, you mix them <laughs> into, like, a cocktail of sexual fluids uh, to really get the most of it. Obviously, when it comes to bad taste, I think that comes from uh, infections or sort of disbalances in whatever the floor of either the man or the woman. And I think that's also sort of like an indication to somebody's nose that this is not somebody I'm compatible with or this is not somebody at their peak health. So it's just a warning sign that this not, might not go the most optimal way. I, I personally really enjoy the smell of men. I think it's very attractive. And I really enjoyed when they can smell me because not every single man can um, notice my scent, but the ones that did really loved it. And I, I, it's just something that really drives me as well. Like I'm telling for a man to say that 
I can't get enough of your scent, or I love how you smell. Just like sniff the back of my neck or behind my ear. It's a, it's quite a turn on. Uh, so I think that uh, that works really nice when it goes both ways. Um, as opposed to lattes, um, I think I, yeah I mentioned in the last episode. I really, really dislike a too bitter lattes or like too strong ones where you could just taste the coffee and not not milk. And I don't even know how that's possible because a latte is just a lot of steamed milk. And I don't know how they can uh, add so much coffee with the milk that it just completely over overpowers the milk flavor. I mean, I'm a fan of flat whites as well, but uh, yeah that I know what I'm expecting, but it's just, it's a shame when it's too, yeah, just too bitter, like, oh, it becomes too much of that flavor. Uh, I personally like the really sort of creamy lattes. I don't know how they do it, but sometimes they make the milk not only foamy, but the sort of like very smooth, velvety, bubbly, um, I don't know, this, uh, yeah, beautiful uh, consistency like that. That is one of the best not a lot of places do it like that there's some places that really up the foam and it just becomes becomes too airy others don't do enough foam and it's just very sort of almost like you add regular milk to coffee but the ones that get it just right it's just like mm, perfect i know that one time there was this um place called the uh, coffee heaven in poland i think it's not only closed now but it like it combined with costa coffee I haven't tried it recently, but at one point they had this really good caramel latte. And the people that did it what, did it just right. Like the consistency was so smooth and just uh, lovely to drink down. And obviously then you have that bitter aftertaste. Uh, I guess a problem can come if it's a little bit too sweet. Sometimes I feel like they're too sweet or not sweet enough. So it's just about finding that right balance um, of it all. Uh, kind of like in a partner. <laughs> Oh, uh, once <laughs> I was seeing this uh, one uh, guy when talking about smell, and he made me sneeze so much. Um, I don't think it was only because of him, but because of his pr profession, because he worked as a, um, a chef. So uh, I think the, the scents throughout the day accumulated so much in his hair, and when we would meet, it would just make me sneeze and sneeze and sneeze. And it wasn't a nice experience. I mean, he was really pretty, and... Uh, lovely and a wonderful person but that aspect really kind of ruined it for me because uh, yeah it just it, it tickled my nose in the wrong way and it wasn't his smell it was like a smell that he uh, yeah uh, accumulated through his work so I find that kind of funny that it was a little bit of a not a turn off but it just uh, it made it a bit harder for me to enjoy the moment with him I can't imagine a time where like a latte would accumulate the taste of something else uh, I haven't really experienced that, but, uh, yeah. And th the thing about um, latte taste is that it's such a big difference when it's um, kind of homemade, whatever they add to it. I talked again in the other episode about sort of like the consumer uh, mass sold syrups that they have as opposed to something that's homemade. Uh, you can really taste the difference, especially if you use like the raw... Uh, materials to make it like vanilla bean or uh, yeah um, the cardamom powder or, you know something like that not just aroma because today when I bought my latte I was checking because they were selling the, the syrups to the people 
the syrups of the people. <laughs> Sounds very communist. Uh, no, but they were selling the, <laughs> the syrups from the store to whoever would want to buy it. And I was reading the back. And I was trying to see, like, oh, do they have actual vanilla in it or hazelnut? And it just said aroma. And then sugar, water, aroma for every single one of them. And I guess whatever aroma they chose to add, it's in there. And there was nothing to do with the actual, yeah, taste of the product. Like, yeah, there's no vanilla bean, no vanilla seed, not even vanilla sugar, just aroma. Which is a bit of a shame because, you know, you want the real thing. It's kind of like, you know getting a taste of a dildo as opposed to a real penis i mean it looks like it it might you know feel as hard as it but then when you put it in your mouth it, you could taste the plastic <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing or like a condom but it's not even a condom because there's no it's not like the real vanilla is hiding underneath the aroma of vanilla and you kind of pop it open and it's there uh, so i think that's a little bit of a shame and it's funny, you know, because like those uh, stores, like the, the big chain coffee stores are the ones that use the, the big chain sort of syrups. And it's more expensive to buy that than to go to a local cafe and buy one that's homemade. I mean, I can understand it's probably cheaper to buy mass produced, you know, vanilla syrup and people are going to buy it regardless as opposed to having every store make something local or actually, you know, you know, make vanilla syrup because vanilla beans are very expensive. At one point, I did think about growing my own vanilla bean plant, but apparently it's more difficult than uh, it looks, and it takes many years to grow, so I don't think it's an endeavor I'm going to do anytime soon. <sighs> so I think, yeah, I think taste and smell can have a huge effect. Uh, also, another thing that's important to note, if your nose is blocked, then you can't really taste, which is a big shame. I've been sneezing a bit and sick recently, so sadly my um, nostrils and um, taste buds are not up to par, but uh, I can still enjoy a good session of uh, whether it be uh, sex or a latte. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope to see you next time. Uh, have a lovely day, um, and goodbye.